Welcome to Be Still Be Free. I'm Sarah Godey. I'm here with my counterpart and partner in crime, Monica Steely. What crime? I don't know. Oh, that sounds fun though. <laughs> Sounded much better than it really is. My crime would be like, I didn't wash my face last night. <laughs> Did you work out to take a shower this morning? Oh, that is a crime. It's <laughs> totally a crime. I've, I've doused myself in so much spray deodorant. Like, I feel like she doesn't I, even look like, like a missionary shower. She looks fantastic. Well, listen, we are coming at you with our first official week on our uh, series of wisdom. Yes. Uh, Monica's going to dive into, I believe it is chapter one. Yes. Um, and we cannot wait to connect with you all and see what you think about the word wisdom and all that it brings to us. Okay. Well, we start with um, verse eight in um, chapter one, and this is a little section that was entitled Embracing Wisdom. Um, and right off the bat, um, Solomon uses the words, my son, to address the reader, to address him and address us as readers. Um, and I love that it starts with that because it's just a reminder for us that this wisdom is all coming from a parent's heart. So as you would want to advise your child, it's done a little bit tenderly. It's done with a sense of like well-being for that person. Mm -hmm. um, so everything that you read, just kind of understand it with the background of like my son, like my daughter, like this is stuff I really want to impart that yes. I really want Listen. you to hear. Yeah. It's not a taskmaster. It's not harsh. It's a, I've been there and maybe I can help you. Yes. Um, so that's the kind of approach that he takes. And right out of the gate, um, the warning in um, verses eight through 19 is um, be careful who you hang out with. Mm -hmm. So he says, if the sinners entice you, um, which we all know bad company corrupts, corrupts good character. He lists all the ways that this company could entice you. Let's ambush the innocent. Let's find precious gold. Let's plunder all the goods. Um, and so he's kind of warning here, like if you're hanging around all these people that are doing these things that are wrong and unwise, it is very easy for you to fall into yes. this trap. Show me your friends. I can see your future is a quote Ooh, that I saw lately. I love that. Which is something I wanted. I tell my kids all the time. <laughs> I love that. Show me your friends. I'll show you your future. Exactly. That's good. Exactly. Chris always says you're the most like the uh, five closest people in your circle. Exactly. So what are they like? That's what you're probably like. Yeah. yeah. You were hanging around some people you know are knuckleheads. Like it's not long before you become That's one. That's right. And you might be already. Um, the second word of warning is do not consent. So you have a choice whether or not to give your permission for the behavior that you know is wrong. Mm. Like there is a willing act of agreement to enter into some stuff that you That's know so is wrong good. for That's you. So good. So personal accountability. Personal which accountability. We do not count a whole lot. Talk about and teach a lot these days. No, we don't. Um, and it goes. It's it's a two way thing. You have you have the authority to say yes to the things that are bad, but you also have authority to say yes to the things that are good and That's to right. see the things see life in a different perspective. You yep. have the choice to have a good attitude. You have the choice to see your circumstances as um, God sees them. That's great. So are you going to choose to walk in the wrong path? Are you going to choose to see things in the wrong perspective That's also? Good. That's good. Um, do not walk. He, the next thing he says, do not walk in the way with them. Hold back your foot from their paths. <clears throat> he starts listing out the negative ways that they live and the bad choices they make. Um, they lie in wait to hurt people. They set an ambush for the innocent. They plunder and steal. And then he implores his son to hold himself to a higher standard and to respect himself enough to see the detriment of this behavior and this way of life. So we just out of the gate, like Proverbs starts with watch who you hang out with and watch the behavior that you engage in when you're hanging out with people that are you shouldn't be hanging out with. So that's kind of like that first that first section of embracing wisdom. 
the very next, the next section is the whole rest of chapter one, and it's called the call of wisdom. Um, and in verse 20, it says that wisdom calls loudly from the streets in the market. She raises her voice and it's illustrated as a person. Wisdom is, which mm -hmm. I love, mm -hmm. but even more so, I love that it's illustrated as a female. Mm -hmm. Um, because how many women would say that we're much wiser than our counterparts? <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> Just in common yes. sense, everyday stuff. Yes. Parenting. This, Listen to that. the women. Listen, Listen they're to in the, the streets. Women. They know what they're talking we about. We know exactly. <laughs> um, Maybe that's why he addresses my sons and then says, Listen to the women. <laughs> exactly. I've been around a lot of them, and I can tell you that they were a lot wiser <laughs> in the kingdom that's so I funny. saw. Um, but I love how wisdom is not a respecter of places. She is not limited to sacred and holy establishments or to prayer and fasting in quiet times and devotional mm. apps. She is in the daily grind, the nitty gritty of the streets and markets, at the city gates, at the toll booth, in traffic, at the school drop-offs in the grocery store. She is calling out to whoever will listen in the everydayness of your everyday. But that's where wisdom is. Yes. That's where knowledge is. That's where discernment and understanding so are. So we become dry cleaner uh, not parents, but we become dry cleaner drop-offs for ourselves thinking, yep. I'm going to go to church and get my wisdom. Yes. But the other six days of the week, we're ignoring wisdom as she's like, yep. hey, I'm at the stop sign. Hey, I'm at the grocery store. Yep. Hey, I'm at Target. Don't buy that. Yep. You don't need it. Yep. <laughs> and that's where we ignore wisdom. But she's just like, you don't have to find me in church. That's right. You don't have to find me in a Bible. Like you can, you can read Proverbs. Right, right. But like, I am calling out. Yeah. So are you going to so heed good. that call? Um, Bible commentator Derek Kidner says, hear the open proclamation to make it clear that the offer of wisdom is to the man in the street and for the business of living, not to, in, not to be elite for the pursuit of scholarship. And I love that it's, I love that he said that phrase, the business of living. God's common sense is for the business of mm. living. Like we are in the business of living while we're here on this earth. But that goes back to what wisdom is all about. It's in the business of living. It's mm -hmm. to help us every day in our living. Practical everyday it's living. Practical everyday living so that you are protected from the evil and you do what is good. Yes. Yes. Weirs, uh, Dr. Wearsby, who we talked about last week, says the greatest tragedy is that there's so much noise that people can't hear the things they really need to hear. Mm. God is trying to get through to them with the voice of wisdom, but all they hear are the confused communications clutter, foolish voices that lead them farther away from the truth. Mm. And how stinking prevalent and more real is that today than ever? That's so true. With all the news, all the social media, all Just the information overload. And information overload of people with our same opinions. Yes. And our same Think, like no counterpart of maybe there's a different perspective. Maybe there's another thing to consider yes. in this situation. We yes. are inundated with noise that's not different yep. and maybe is excluding a little bit of truth or right. a side of compassion or right. whatever. Right. Um, that's what wisdom does. So, so good. I love that he so phrased it that way. Wisdom stands and wisdom calls, but have we postured ourselves to be able to listen? Mm. My favorite, 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 favorite verse in the whole Bible is Psalm 8110. And it says, I am the Lord, your God, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. That's part A. And I love that because it's like, here's who I am. Don't here's forget. And here's what I've done. I brought you up out of the miry clay. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. So we have to posture ourselves with our mouths open wide to receive and then God will That's fill good. it. So are you posturing yourself to hear wisdom at the it's corner good. are you listening and like keeping your ear tuned in tune to it are you blocking out some of the like daily noise so that you can be available when wisdom does enter in it goes back to that whole thing where we just want to yes right like a shake of a wand god give me wisdom <laughs> boom lightning bolt right it doesn't happen that way 
No, it does not. It does not happen that way. I, you know, we talked about the grass is green where you water it, right? Mm-hmm. You have to water grass and nurture it in order for it to be alive and good and green. Yeah. It doesn't happen overnight. It's, right. it's the same thing with all of this. None of it happens overnight. Well, and it's like last week you said it's a it's a discipline. So like mm-hmm. I'm not going to have really strong biceps if I'm not exercising That's that right. muscle That's every right. single week. That's right. So this is the same for wisdom. So good. Um, if you don't turn to receive wisdom, the consequences can be dire. And this is listed out in Proverbs. It says, because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord and would have none of my counsel and despised despised all my reproof therefore they shall eat the fruit of their way and have their fill of their own desires Mm. and the message phrased it like this well you've made your bed now lie in it you wanted your own way now how do you like it oh and I just like I had I remember there's a verse in the old testament somewhere about how the people were so demanding of a king that God brought Saul um Mm -hmm. was it Saul yeah, that came before David. Mm-hmm. He brought Saul and it just said like he left them to their own devices mm-hmm. and he gave them over to their own ways. Like, okay, like you've been stubborn enough. Yes. Like, here you go. Yep. And how did that turn out for yep. you? So um, I love that. You've made your bed. It's like, so lie in it now. It's yours. But if we do turn and receive wisdom, we have, there's a promise from God. And that's in verse 23. If you turn at my rebuke, I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you. And the message said, I can revise your life. Look, I'm ready to pour out my spirit on you. I'm ready to tell you all I know. And I love that that's the promise. Love that. If we walk in the way of the Lord, if we hear wisdom and receive it, my spirit will be poured that's out good. on you. He will tell you all that he that's knows. Um, then we move into a section that talks a lot about the difference between those who are wise and those who are foolish and the natural outcomes from each path. Um, Dr. Wearsby, I mean, I, I just discovered this guy, so I'm really bummed <laughs> out that, <laughs> that he's already I, passed. I can't remember where I've heard of him from, but I know I've heard of him. Um, probably at school or yeah, college probably. or something. Yeah. It says, fools are people who are ignorant of truth because they're dull and stubborn. Their problem isn't a low IQ or poor education. Their problem is a lack of spiritual desire to seek and find God's wisdom. Wow. And like that gets to the heart of it. It needs to be a spiritual desire to seek wisdom. Yes. And to understand like, okay, so wisdom is probably not one of the, it's not listed as a fruit of the spirit, but like, it's almost like it should go without saying right. that it should be a spiritual desire. Well, discernment is, right. you know, like prophecy, discernment, some people put those together, some people separate those and what they think are spiritual gifts. And so discernment comes from, and we'll talk about this in my next week, discernment is part of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And so you can't discern situations if you don't have the wisdom to discern yeah. situations, right? So it, it is um, a spiritual gift in that aspect, if you change the word a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it is, a, it, it is a spiritual desire. It's a longing for intentional thing that goes after wisdom because you know it can only come from God and you have to pray for it from God. Because you can be as book smart as you want to be and have all the knowledge in the world and you still will not be open to the spiritual things. Mm-hmm. And so what happens, I think, is a lot of people are like, oh, I'll go find all the answers. I'm going to read. I'm going to do this. I, 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 I. When really it is not about all that you can do. It's all that I can open your eyes to as you do things in life, as you right. live life. Right. I mean, and then you, truly like the more wise you become, according to like all of these proverbs, even like it should lead to a transformation. There should mm-hmm. be fruit that comes from it. Yeah. So if you're, if you're accumulating knowledge, quote unquote, right. um, knowledge is one thing. Wisdom is another wisdom. Sure. There's an act action of transformation that comes from mm-hmm. that. So, um, 
yeah, I just, it's, it's a spiritual desire. Do you want to transform? Do you want to become more like Christ? Well, you need wisdom. That's right. Not you just know, all the other stuff. Seeing the world a little bit more like God does. Yes. He's opening up some understanding to you about what's going on. It's just not all black and white. And so, you know, I think when you gain that knowledge, you gain that perspective, you gain that wisdom. um, Why wouldn't you want to have life transformation? Because you're not going to keep making foolish choices Mm -hmm. when you know what the consequences and outcomes are going to be. And that's a hard thing because exercising wisdom in this way is going to be very Mm self-sacrificing And it's not going to feel good mm-hmm. a lot, like mm-hmm. to say no to some things out of wisdom. And of course, I mean, of course, that means like most of us that are listening, we're not wait, wait, uh, waiting and lying in wait for somebody to like plunder and kill. Right, and, right, right. Like, but if you put it into context of like spending or relationships or marriage or parenting or um, work or whatever the case may be, like there's a lot of different ways that wisdom plays out. That's right. But it's going to mean, okay, I need to bite my tongue and just not be right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to talk about that some next week. Oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> I was going to ask you to share some examples. And so maybe we'll wait yeah, until next we'll week wait. when we get to that. We'll wait. But it's going to be not having some fun right now. Mm-hmm. It's going to mean um, not getting to do what you want to do. Right. It's going to mean not getting the black windows that you wanted because the white costs so much less. And like, you just need to sacrifice something. Do you know something about that? Random examples off the top of my head. That's a pretty specific. I have a lot to say about black windows, but. I love black windows. I love them too. Why do they have to cost so much more? Is it simply because they're popular? Probably. Because it's infuriating. It's infuriating. Anyway. Anyways, I digress. Sidetrack. Um, Okay, the most impactful verses to me are at the end of the chapter. And I'm going to read this um, to you, um, which I read him a little bit already, already. But they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would have none of my counsel. They despised all my rebuking. They will eat, eat the fruit of their own way, be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple will, will slay them, and the prosperity of fools will destroy them. But whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure from the fear of evil. Um, and so, yeah, like if we're stubborn enough, if we dig our heels in, um, like we're going to have to suffer some consequences that are going to be, you know, probably lifelong Yep, in that way. Um, and so we have to be careful. We don't fall victim to a lack of spiritual desire to seek God's wisdom. And that starts with remembering the foundation of where everything starts. And that is the holy fear and reverence of the Lord. Like if, if you put the, that is a backdrop does if there's my action if i'm going to go ahead and do this over here is that wise well is it do i have a fear of the lord is that a healthy like is my awe and reverence of the lord reflecting in this action i'm about to do probably not right okay well then that that's your guide that's right. to know like that's your stop sign at the fork in the road it's kind of the what would jesus do thing yes right? it's a what does jesus want me to do right now and interestingly enough is as you learn more about the word and again we're talking about this next week the more, the more you learn about the word the more you're going to fear the lord because mm-hmm. the more you, and it's not a it's a reverential fear mm-hmm. it's a it's almost more respect. Yes. And awe of. Yes. Not of course. Fear of whatever. So let's clarify that. But the more you learn about the word and the more you practice wisdom and see it actually happen, the more you build that relationship with God, that trust, that respect, that awe, it's just like a child and a parent. Mm-hmm. And um, the great thing is, is that God never lets us down. Parents can let us down. Mm-hmm. We can let our children down, but God never lets us down because he's perfect. Yeah. 
So we don't have to, have to worry about entering into a relationship. We're going to be set back because God let us down. Didn't work out right. You know, it's because something happened and we maybe had our perspective wrong or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the more you get to know the Lord in through his word, through his actions, the more you're going to have a fear, reference, and respect for him. Yeah. So you don't have to try to go find that fear. Right. You just have to go try to find God. The more well, you find God, the more you'll find that fear of God. Yeah. Like I was just going to say, the more that we are still and know, yes. know he is God. Like the more that that becomes real and all the facets right. and layers of that, the more we know who he is. And like your heart can't help but want to be pleasing to That's him. Right. Um, and not just in a, I don't want to disappoint him way, but like, I want to honor him mm-hmm. and I want this to reflect well on who he is, mm-hmm. not just me. Um, and it's, it becomes a partnership. Yeah. Right. Like you, you get the why, like Solomon gives us the why we need wisdom. God gives us the why, like we get that feeling, we get to have that experience. And then, you know, we realize, oh, we're doing more for God by being this way than not being this way. And it just becomes this mutual relationship. Mm -hmm. It's pretty spectacular. And and I just think that a lot of people don't know how to, either they've never thought about it, or they don't know that it's there for them. Uh Um, And, you know, these days, a lot of, of cultural Christians are not reading the word. So they may have never even heard the verse. Ask for wisdom and it will be given to you. Right, which is in James. I'll find the reference and link that. I mean, can you remember a time this has been taught in the church? Not off the top of my head, no. No. And I pretty much love wisdom and the topic of Mm -hmm. wisdom. I think I would probably remember somebody who did a series on wisdom or talked about asking for wisdom and, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I I can remember spending the first half of my life, especially through, like, high school and college, making choices based on the fear of the Lord as just being fearful of the Lord. Yes. Yes. You know, like, Oh, if I make this choice, God's going to condemn me or strike me down mm-hmm. or, um, yeah. Shun me oh, yeah. for all of eternity. Oh, but- listen, that was, that was, um, <laughs> that was the way my church did it growing up. You know, we watched movies on New Year's Eve about, you know, how you didn't ask Jesus, the kid who didn't ask Jesus into his heart school that day in chapel was on his way home and flipped the car and died and, Oh my gosh. It was all fear driven. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. It was all, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was in chapel one time and this pastor was talking about how the scripted kids and and they refused and they, you know, didn't accept Christ and the prodigal Holy Spirit. And on the way home, I'll never forget the story. The car flipped and landed into a pond upside down and landed in a bed of baby moccasins and all this. And it was just all fear driven. Like better ask Jesus be in your heart or you Dude, might die on the way home be. today and then you're screwed. You know? so, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like that's how I grew up. Everything was very fear driven. And so it doesn't, it, it shouldn't be that way because no. that's not at all how God intended his people to come to know him and to serve him or why they should even want wisdom. They should want wisdom because it's a gift that he can give to them. That's exa- I love, I love that you just said that it is, it's a gift. Mm-hmm. It's a gift. It's, it's a, gift. a gift of wisdom that we can grow and grow and grow and but grow. But the thing about gifts is that you have to receive them. Mm-hmm. You can't just look at the gift and see the gift and know the gift is there and never do anything about it. You have to receive the gift. And as the receiver, you have to be willing to open it, mm-hmm. figure it out, read the manual. Mm-hmm. What do you need to do with it? You know, and so our manual is the Bible. Yep. The gift is wisdom. And we just have to be willing to open it up and discover what's yeah. on the inside. And walking and making those choices to walk in wisdom will leave you with a sense of peace, which is not a sense of relief and which is not a sense of just like, oh, phew. Um, But it's a sense of peace. Like even if it leads you into waters that are uncertain, 
and difficult and hard, but you will still have a supernatural sense of peace That's about right. it. That's right. Um, and so it's important, like wisdom will show you the difference between those feelings yes. of peace and relief or like, oh, thank God I didn't have to make that. Just, you know, That's right. I, I got off scot-free. I won't have to suffer a consequence on that one. It's <laughs> yeah. just more of a... It is. It's Assuredness. a spiritual experience. Yeah. It's just this, the peace that passes all understanding is similar to that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're ending a little early because I realized I've talked so fast. Are we really? I feel like we've been talking for forever. Um, we're like right at about 20. Oh, that's good. Um, but anyway, so I just have one practical application okay. for this week. And this is a, something that um, a pastor had challenged us to do when I was, like I said, in my early 20s. And like, oh, yes, I do want to be with Jesus mm -hmm. on my own as my own choosing, <laughs> as I'm an idiot young 20-something. Um, and this is to read one chapter of Proverbs a day yeah. for 31 days. Yeah. Um, there are other topics besides wisdom in, in Proverbs, but everything is so common sense and so practical. So every day for 31 days, read one chapter. Um, make notes, underline, do whatever you want to do, but like start there mm -hmm. as we go through this series. And I just think it'll be amazing to see what God does in your, in your spirit, and in your mind. I would encourage you to, so we've talked about this before in a podcast, how we did the Proverbs challenges family. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And we all read through Proverbs. It took us more than a month. I think it was June and July. We did it in the summer yeah. um, between schools. And, um, Every day when we read one, each of us sent a sentence or a verse that meant something to us that really popped out. So here's an idea. Maybe ask your spouse or if you have older children or a group of girlfriends, tell them what you're doing mm -hmm. and maybe ask them to read through it with you and then be able to have conversations about it. Because when you can have conversations about it and you can talk about it, sometimes it'll have a bigger impact than just reading it. So find a partner to do yes. it with. yes. That's what I would, I would I love that. totally encourage. Pretend you're sitting at the table with me and Sarah, like you and yes. a friend and just like chatting about it and Go seeing where the conversation goes. Go on our Be Together page on Facebook. Yes. Post on there about what you learned that day in Proverbs. I love that. Let's all please do that. It has we'll been respond. quiet over there on that page, but we're, we're kind of hoping other people would chime in and yes. um, offer up some, um, some insight wisdom. and wisdom and yes. prayers and all of that kind of stuff. All right. So, but yeah, Good so that's stuff. it. That is chapter I can't wait one. Because two will fall right into this. It's amazing how the Lord does mm -hmm. that. Um, should we pray? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Father God, Lord, thank you so much for the words that you've given to Monica to speak over us today. Lord, looking forward to where you are taking this series and how you're going to string it together like you always do. Lord, I pray for our listeners. If anyone is struggling with the idea of wisdom, uh, I just pray that you will connect with them, meet them where they are. Fill their cup, Lord. Give them the desire to seek after you, Lord. Um, just allow the the pages to the words to jump off the pages into people's hearts and uh, make a difference in where they are in life. Guide us, direct us, bring us all back together again next week. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.